I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of Cyprian, the Bishop of Carthage, and Martyr in 258 AD. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 44, on page 324. We've heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what you did in the days of old, how you drove out the nations with your hand and planted our fathers in the land, how you destroyed the nations and cast them out, for they did not possess the land by their own sword, neither was it their own arm that helped them, but by your right hand and your arm and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king, O God. You sent help to Jacob. Through you we will overthrow our enemies, and in your name we will tread down those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow. It is not my sword that shall help me. But you save us from our enemies, and put to shame those who hate us. We will make our boast in God all day long, and will praise your name forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Cyprian. In 249, Decius, a Roman military commander, challenged Emperor Julius Philippus 
for the throne. And Decius's troops proclaimed him emperor and defeated Philippus at Verona. This political revolution massively impacted the church as the new emperor Decius ordered all citizens to sacrifice to the gods in thanks and in prayer for the empire. Now, this was a common practice of loyalty in Rome, this idea of going and offering sacrifice on behalf of the Roman gods is a sign that you truly were a citizen of the empire. But this was very specific. Something called a libellus was issued to all those who sacrificed. A person went before a public official, made their sacrifice in thanksgiving and prayer for the empire, and that public official would give them an official document called a libellus, which would say this person on this day actually sacrificed to the gods on behalf of their loyalty to Rome. We actually have archaeologically found one intact libellus, and it speaks just this way. It looks like you know, a civic contract. It looks like your property tax form. It's an official government document that you are a sacrificer to the pagan gods of Rome. And it resulted in one of the most severe persecutions of the church. Almost immediately, Bishop Fabian, the Bishop of Rome, was arrested and died in prison from the brutality he suffered at the hands of the Romans, followed soon by martyrdoms of Bishop Alexander of Jerusalem and Bishop Dionysius of Alexandria, and another Bishop Fabian of Antioch, and the church's foremost theologian, Origen of Alexandria. All of these martyrdoms were based on those who would not sacrifice to the pagan gods as a sign of loyalty to Emperor Decius and to Rome. A bishop that did escape imprisonment and death was Cyprian. He was the recently elected Bishop of Carthage, and he had grown up in an upper-class Roman family and received a high-quality education. He was an accomplished orator and a well-regarded professor of rhetoric who had become increasingly dissatisfied with Roman paganism and had converted to Christianity, giving away his wealth to the poor, being baptized, ordained a deacon, priest, and bishop pretty quickly. And as the news came to this newly elected bishop of Carthage, Bishop Cyprian, the news of these other bishops being put to death under Emperor Decius, Cyprian realized that his own death would leave the church in Carthage without a leader during a time of crisis, opening the church up for great division and schism. And so Cyprian went into hiding and kept in touch with his clergy through letters and messengers. And when he returned to Carthage, he was right. The church at this point now did face an unprecedented crisis and needed solid leadership. You see, some of the Christians had been martyred or had suffered in standing firm, obviously. They were called the confessors, right? They had refused to make pagan sacrifice and either had died or had had family members die or they themselves had been beaten and suffered. But others had given in. They had been Christians who decided to reform the pagan sacrifice and receive their libellus, and they were referred to by the confessors as the lapsed, those who have fallen away, those who, in the words of Cyprian, had denied their vows to Christ. 
some confessors demanded that the lapsed be permanently excommunicated, never to return to the church. Some confessors also tried to assign their own forms of penance and restitution to the lapsed and felt themselves to be morally superior to oversee the reconciliation of these who had lapsed in the faith. But Bishop Cyprian insisted that the lapsed be allowed back into the fold and insisted that only the bishop and his clergy could assign penance and oversee reconciliation. Cyprian was convinced that those who had lapsed in their faith truly needed to repent and go through a season of restoration to the church, but that restoration was possible and that no individual member of the church could see themselves as a super-Christian or super-apostle and oversee a lapsed person's restoration. That was a role that was assigned to the leadership that God had given to the bishop and his clergy. He argued for unity and harmony during a tremendously fractured season for the church. And in his treatise called On the Unity of the Church, he writes, Christ gave us peace. He bade us be in agreement and of one mind. He charged the bonds of love and charity to be kept uncorrupted and inviolate. No one can show himself a martyr who has not maintained brotherly love. They cannot dwell with God who would not be of one mind in God's church. Seven years after Decius' edict, persecution again came under the new emperor Valerian, and Cyprian this time was arrested. He refused to denounce his faith, of course. He was exiled at first, but then later returned to stand trial a year later. And on the morning of September 14th, the proconsul of the city ordered Cyprian to sacrifice to the gods. And Cyprian's reply was short and to the point, I will not. He was sentenced to death by the sword, and again his short response was, Gratia Deo. Thanks be to God. This is the story of Cyprian, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with our Collect for a Martyr on page 637 of the prayer book. Almighty God, you gave your servant Cyprian boldness to confess the name of our Savior Jesus Christ before the rulers of this world and courage to die for his faith. Grant that we may always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us and to suffer gladly for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.